0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. For real though, with yours truly, RockaRubies. And you're probably tuning into this right now because well, like me and almost everybody or anybody on the planet, you love movies. And if you love movies, well, it goes without saying that you love Toy Story. I mean, come on. Who doesn't love Toy Story? Even people who hate Toy Story love Toy Story. It's just a timeless classic that should be part of, you know, everyone's life. I mean, if your childhood didn't have Toy Story in it, well, you've probably got some issues there, buddy. Cause well, Toy Story is simply, you know, one of the best and most beloved animated movies, or movies for that matter, of all time. But I'm not here today to praise Toy Story, cause come on, anyone can praise Toy Story. That would be like way too easy. I'm here to enlighten you guys on the dark and twisted reality. Of Toy Story. Well, not all of these questions are, you know, disturbing exactly. Like, let's start off with one of the most simple questions that this movie never seems to answer exactly Buzz Frickin' Lightyear. Like, we all know Buzz Lightyear refused to believe he was a toy. Even if he was explicitly told, You are a toy! He brushed it off. He refused to believe it and accused Woody of being a sad, strange, little man. Even though Woody is, you know, taller than Buzz. I mean, what the heck, Buzz? Who you calling sad, strange, and little, huh? Have you looked in the mirror lately, freaking hypocrite spaceman? Anyway, I digress. So Buzz believes he's a real space ranger, right? So why? Why does he pretend to be a lifeless toy every single time a human shows up? Answer me that, Pixar. And nope, you can't say that humans have this magical effect that makes toys play dead because the movie explicitly shows us that the toys do this voluntarily. They choose to play dead. And okay, who tells them that they should play dead? Is it, you know, a natural born instinct? Is there like some sort of toy Catholicism that tells them thou shalt not move if humans are present? Is there a toy god that breathes life into these toys? Do toys have wars because of their respective toy religions? Is there toy discrimination? Anyways, I'm getting way too ahead of myself here. So that's the first question. Okay, if Buzz doesn't know he's a toy, why does he play dead? Another question I have for the story of toys is, how are these toys alive? Are they biological organisms? Do they need to eat? Do they need to breathe? Can they feel pain? Can they feel pleasure? Okay, let's focus on that point for a bit. There are scenes showing toys gasping for air, so that's gotta mean that they do need air. And if they are biological organisms, then they must feel pain, right? I mean, Woody felt pain in that scene, you know, when Sid was burning his forehead with a magnifying glass, right? You remember that scene? So why didn't he feel pain when his whole frickin' arm was torn off? Or you know, when he's tossed off of the bed onto the ground, which is the equivalent of like what? A human falling off a two-story house? Writers of Pixar, you have opened Pandora's box by releasing this movie without answering all of these questions. And I'm just getting started. So, let's go back to the basics. So if you are a toy, you are alive. That's basically the whole gist of the movie, right? I mean, you don't see furniture coming to life. It's not like Beauty and the Beast up in this bee. If you are a toy, you are alive. Simple as that. So, that brings me to my next question. What merits a quote-unquote toy? Who decides what a toy is and what a toy isn't? Imagine the implications. Things are about to get real dark real quick. So if there are any kids listening, I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. I'm toy-sorry. So you guys have seen that new trailer, right? For Toy Story 4. Well, if you haven't seen it, there's this fork with googly eyes on it and it was alive because by definition it was a toy so that means anything you play with becomes a toy which becomes alive does that mean sorry again if there are kids listening but does that mean blow up dolls and like various adult toys are alive and they have thoughts and emotions Could you imagine the emotional scarring those toys go through? I mean, they were basically created to have their bodies used without consent, and that's their whole life! Imagine, imagine how jaded their spirits are day after day being used without a choice. Does that mean torture devices are alive too? I mean, where is the line drawn between what comes to life and what doesn't? So. Now since we're talking about choice here, do toys have a choice on what their personality is like or how intelligent they can become? I ask that question because let's say Rex, the T-Rex toy. He doesn't exactly act like a T-Rex, right? But why, why does that baby in Toy Story 3 always act like a baby? Now I bet that baby doll is like decades old already, right? But it still acts like a 3 year old child. Imagine how that baby must have felt watching its human counterpart grow up while it remained the same Imagine the trauma that baby doll went through, man Now since we're on the topic of choice and how toys having the room to choose how they act regardless of how they were created How does toy sexuality work? Are there homosexual toys? And if there were, what would it mean if they were? Can they act on it? I mean, you see what you've done, Pixar? You've opened up a can of worms by releasing this movie into the universe without thinking of the moral repercussions of it all. And lastly, okay, last question before I start rambling on and on and on about Toy Story nonsense. Do toys live forever until they are killed? Because, you know, these toys can die. Because there's that scene in the end of Toy Story 3 where they're all ready to die. And come on Disney, that was pretty dark for even for a Disney movie. So anyways, yeah, like I was saying, toys must be killed in order for their life to end. Are there toy suicides? Are there toy homicides? Imagine the toys that existed in World War I that are still around today. Imagine the horrors they must have witnessed man okay wait sorry this is getting really heavy so i'ma just stop here but wait okay i have one last question one last question that will leave you disturbed and haunted for all of time you know that binoculars toy that blue little binoculars toy in toy story does he see 50 feet away all the time so in order for him to know how your face looks He'd have to stand like 50 feet away from you just to see you clearly. He didn't have a choice. He was made that way. Imagine how his life is walking around, seeing all these other toys live life normally while he was born with this blessing, or should I say curse, to always see so far ahead. And well, that's about all the questions I have about Toy Story because I don't want to ramble on about Toy Story and all this nonsense I've come up with forever. So before I end this episode, I'd like to thank Carlos. Me and my buddy Carlos were talking about Toy Story just a few weeks ago and all the disturbing questions we had about Toy Story. And that's what prompted me to make this podcast episode. So maybe in our next episode, we're going to talk about how messed up cars is. Because, you know, Toy Story still has humans in it. Cars is like 100% cars. I got a billion questions already. Pixar's messed up. For real though.